I have never gotten more engagements on a post, like or as far as like comments in like a short amount of time, and like depress. Like I'll be like, "Hey guys, like Malcolm Mitchell's retiring," and people will be like, "Who dat?" And then when Danny Etling gets cut, people are like, "It just sucks. This kid had so much potential." <laughs> like I was like literal depression about Malcolm Mitchell retiring, and they were, and Pat's fans were like, "Oh, I forgot about him. Dude won us the Super Bowl basically in overtime." And then Danny Etling get cut, and Patriots fans are like, this is why I hate Belichick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody quiet. All right, welcome back. Jake, stop. Uh, you're, what, you're like, you're, <laughs> it sounds like a paper into your mic. Oh, because I'm holding a lightsaber. I'm not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. Uh, yo, f- yo, sorry, Fiesta. Come <laughs> <laughs> crazy, dog. Like I'm Brady, dog. For the city, for the squad, going crazy, dog. Just like Brady, dog. Like I'm Brady, dog. I'm the goat, rock a show to the Brady song. Who gon' get it done? Who gon' get it done? For the city, Welcome back to another episode of Yo Soy Fiesta. Here we are, episode four with real football. Fall is back after six, seven long months of football. We have it back in play. Today, it's the usual cast minus Matt, so just the usual cast because Matt only shows up once every 10 episodes probably here. So uh, it's Jake, <laughs> Jake, Jacob, Ethan, and me. Uh, Matt actually might join halfway through the episode, so he might just come in. He's been texting us, so might, might get an appearance, maybe not, probably not. So we're going to start it off, just keep it rolling with uh, preseason. Jake, you want to talk Stidham? Yeah, I'll start with Stidham. So 14 of 24, he had like 170 yards, something like that. But what I was most impressed with was his poise in the pocket, right? In camp, he seemed like he held on to the ball a little bit too long, and he wasn't, like, the quickest decision maker. But in the game, he honestly impressed because he was, he was calm in the pocket, made some excellent throws. Uh, he had two – should have been touchdowns to Maurice Harris, I believe. And he, Pass he interference and a drop, basically, for uh, – That's true. He was interfered with, but they were yeah. excellent throws. Right. NFL throws, and Harris just didn't make the play. But Stidham looked excellent, and I think that's probably the uh, story of the game. I Hoyer had a really, really good first couple, like the first couple drives, and really did get outshined by Stidham because Stidham's a rookie. But it doesn't; he won't get enough credit for it. But I think Stidham had more impressive throws, like because he's like in his twenties and he's not a aged veteran like like Hoyer is. And that's why Stidham is the story, but it shouldn't take away from, like, Hoyer. Hoyer. Like, I think right now, and Jake, you agreed to me last week, I don't know after a preseason game how you feel, but I still think Hoyer is the second-best quarterback on the roster. I agree. I still agree. I, that's the, probably the best I've seen Hoyer play, like, ever. It was like, really, I, really good. I've never seen him play that good before. I mean, granted, it's against, like, second strings and third strings, but still. It just felt like when Hoyer had it, it was like bang, 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 end zone. And that's why, like, in that video, I feel like Brady, obviously being friends with Hoyer too, but, like, it was, like, it was just more exciting, like, that drive with Hoyer. Like, he was just cruising, like, he felt in it. With Stidham's, it was more like an actual NFL drive where it was, like, you run the ball, you get stopped, then you make up for it, long pass, like, third and long. It just, like, Hoyer never got in that situation. So that's why it was – that's why I feel like the Hoyer was more – like, it was – impressive for him but Stidham ended up coming in the second half and stealing the show he had well, how many yards did he have? 147 something 179 like that? oh 17 wow uh, never mind 
Jacoby Myers, he balled out in that game. And uh, and I think it's different from like anything like uh, Austin Carr or someone like that, because like someone who flashes in the preseason and then builds cuts. I think right. this is a little bit different because uh, if you remember, they, they, they never took people like Austin Carr like out of the game at like halftime. They usually they made him play like the whole game. But with Jacoby Myers, they, they took him out of the game like in the second half. I don't remember him playing that much in the second half. That's right. And so I, I wonder if they see how much they got in this kid. And after the game, too, they also allowed him to talk to the, uh, the media which that they too. don't do with undrafted free agents. So that was also interesting. I thought, like, last week I had said, I was like, I really hope Jacoby's not another Austin Carr or Chris Harper, that receiver that everyone falls in love with, in the, or even Barrios, like, last season, that everyone just, like, freaks out about and wants to be, like, the next star. And I really don't think he is. I think he's above that. I think he is actually going to be, a, like, a consistent playmaker on the – on the Patriots roster this coming season. Like, I think he's going to be a legitimate <clears throat> wide receiver and not just a preseason. I think he's honestly, he's, I think he's already earned his roster spot. I think he has to play himself out of a roster spot at this point, but I don't think that's going to happen. Defensively. Was, I think, um, do we think he was hmm? the most impressive rookie? Like, would, or we would say he's the most impressive from that preseason, like Stidham, but Stidham's not going to be our quarterback this season, hopefully. So as far as like what was the most optimistic to see, do we think Jacoby was like the most, like, thank God? The most thank God would be um Chase Winovich because with you have Edelman, you got Dorsett. Depending on the Gordon situation, you may get him back. Uh, you have Maurice Harris. The wide receiver position is not as lacking as it is on the defensive line, and um, with Chase Winovich showing up and entire defense getting nine sacks, is that right? Um, yeah, it was something it, it, crazy it had like six that. in the first half. Six in the first half. Chase Winovich had himself a sack and a half, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And in his first NFL game at a position that the Pats are, are lacking at, um, not to say that the Patriots aren't lacking at receivers, but not as much as they were. The front seven is also way more important than any receiver would be. So yes. I was just looking at a video and Philip Dorsett looked like he injured his a left thumb today. There's a video from NBC Sports Boston of him in pain with his thumb. So yeah. Just, oh yeah, I heard about put, that. Just, just putting that out there. Phil's like a lock for there only there's about three wide receiver locks right now. It's Nikhil Edelman and Phil. So any of them have any kind of situation that'll just open the door up for someone else. And it really, it really does look like that it'll be those three, and then Jacoby, and then hopefully Gordon if he comes back. And that's our five, our five receivers. Here's a question: uh, Who do you think would be more likely to be cut, Mo Harris or Philip Dorsett? Oh, and Mo Harris. Add that. I think he's going to be into the. I think, I think it's more likely that it's cut. Than, but I think that Mo Harris is also a, an act, like not a lock, but. Any, he's he's up there for chances to be um, in that in that wide receiver core. Yes, Jacob, you stole my next topic. Grant, <laughs> I disagree. I don't really. Think Philip Dorsett's a lock to make this roster. Here's why. Interesting. I, I'm with what Jacob if, on this. What if, Go for I mean, Jake, what if, Jake? What if Braxton Berrios continues to return like the way he did in the game? So then you got, and let's say, okay, let's just say Gordon comes back too. Even you got Edelman, Gordon, Harry. Uh, Myers, 
Berrios, are they really going to carry Dorsey? I mean, Gordon's a stretch, but okay. that's yeah. I guys. mean, you can't really consider Gordon, but even still, like Gordon and Nikhil are very similar type wide receivers, like big body wide receivers. And I know Gordon has speed, but Phil is like someone like they don't have really on in the receivers. I think him just being like an outside like quicker wide receiver puts him apart and like he's made plays before like I, I i really do think belichick likes him and that's why he's keeping him around i agree that he does catch like when the ball comes his way he does he makes the play but can't you like can't someone else give you what philip dorsett gives you i feel like jacoby myers maybe yeah but i don't know if anyone else myers can give can you what dorsett dorsett it seems like a slot receiver that plays the majority of his time on the outside Yes. Um, yeah, that's true. And that's exactly what Jacoby Myers can give. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a huge Dorsett fan. He seems to struggle to get open and get separation. He is fast, but he doesn't seem like he knows how to use it very well. One thing you can look at in Brady's career is he doesn't have like. There's not a lot of times that he meshes really well with um, the the rookie wide receiver. Malcolm Mitchell was one of the better ones that I think we can remember. Like, yes. and so. Putting if you do if you were gonna make your if you were gonna make your core and you were saying like look Jacoby's gonna be better than Dorsett even just being a rookie I don't know how confident Brady would be in Edelman Nikhil and uh, Myers having two out of your top three targets be rookies I just feel like Dorsett is like more accustomed with it and I, I really do think he's a lock like I can't see a situation where Dorsett's not making the roster. And hasn't like hasn't the uh, connection between Brady and uh, Jacoby Myers been like crazy? I think I think he's caught like almost every ball thrown his way by Brady. It has, it's like, has like the most complete completion percentage out of any other receiver in camp so far with Brady. So I feel like they have a connection going right now. So I mean, it depends. Let's see how he does against Tennessee. Because I mean, to be to be honest, uh, Detroit they're a, they're a decent team, but like they didn't seem to be playing that well like at all like anywhere they had absolutely zero answer for anything yeah. offensively like they the, their line was terrible and then they just couldn't cover like yeah. everyone was getting open anytime it was third and long might as well just make it a first down because they couldn't yeah. cover a sink like who's the I, I don't i can't think of his name the guy from auburn that like played with stidham he undrafted ryan davis yeah ryan davis not ryan, ryan davis Grant, who we said in a prior episode <laughs> yeah we're saying ryan grant meaning ryan davis but uh yeah, but no, I like I like Ryan Davis. Probably not gonna make the roster. But even guys like him, just being able to like, he he had like a he had like a really big like reception downfield against like Detroit. Like they were just getting torched by everyone and anyone. So it yeah, going on to Tennessee, it'll be like more of a test because it's more of like a, a hopefully a viable football team. Yeah, it's let's not- see let's see what happens. To, let's see what how Myers does when a corner like actually gets in his face and presses him right and. Stays with him. See how he fights through that first before we go to any assumptions. But yeah, so far, so far he's looked pretty good. So yeah, so far he's looked pretty good. He does. Uh, but another thing that like we've talked a lot about offense, but the defense might have been and probably is more impressive than anything offensively. And it was it wasn't really even like the starters, like guys like Winovich, Collins had his action, Bentley, the linebacker core looks probably top tier in the league and the whole defense was able other the only guy maybe maybe Joan Williams but like everyone on defense seemed to do pressure on the quarterback cover well yeah Dawson, oh, yeah. Dawson, Dawson, Dawson. Dawson. awful Dawson but, is going to get cut 
soon, if not within the and week. If, and if those are any that's of the my guys, if those are the guys that suck, it's okay because we already have the quarterback fi- situation figured out. The thing that was the best was the pass rush, and it looked so so good. Oh, absolutely, we haven't had like a real pass rush come from like the, the line in a while. Like twenty fourteen is literally the last year I can remember a real like legitimate pass rush. Absolutely, right. that will work last year. No, fifteen was, but fifteen was fourteen was like Jamie. Oh, not Jamie. Well, Jamie Collins there. It was like Collins, Hightower, Chandler Jones, Will Fork. Like that whole that they just were better that year. That that defense was. See over Salinga, the white Chris yes. Jones. <laughs> yes. Uh, Joe Volano, Hicks, Akeem Hicks. Oh boy. <laughs> so that's what, yeah, that's what we're looking at with uh, Mike Pinnell and. Uh, Lawrence guy, like that's the. It looks like Jamie Collins can still play. Like he he also had a really good game, and he's huge too. He's, he's like awesome. he's, he's still athletic as hell. He came off the edge and just yeah. was a bolt of lightning. Derek so, Rivers also yes. looked good too. Yes, boy. that's a really good point. Yes, Derek did. Rivers looked awesome, and it's finally good to see him contribute. Because I don't, I still don't know, and don't think he's going to make the roster unless he just turns up like every game in this preseason. But like. He's he's been on in that Duke Dawson like he hasn't played. We don't really know if he's good. He hasn't contributed much. Is it time to just move on? And maybe not. But it's going to be hard to at, at defensive end to get in with. The thing that we- also sucks about the Patriots is that they never get slotted against actual contenders in the preseason. Therefore, it's difficult for players. It's difficult to compare players. Like oh, yeah. you can Duke uh, Duke Dawson terrible game. Uh, against Detroit, which would look so much worse um, against Detroit rather than if you played New Orleans, Pittsburgh, someone that's actually contending for the playoffs. But since you're playing the four games of Detroit, Tennessee, Carolina, and then the Giants, it's tough to tell how Derek Rivers would actually fare against a real starters team against the, the ones and the team that actually like is trying. That's fair. You know the right tackle for Detroit allowed four sacks. Four <laughs> he sacks. He was awful. He was he so four out of what we awful. think is nine sacks. Yeah, it was definitely yeah. it was nine sacks. Oh, I that whole that. line didn't do anything. The the whole line did not stop anything. We they just could not handle anyone on our defensive line. Four percent of the sacks were from that side. <laughs> but yeah, you could tell even like the quarterbacks. Who was it? Uh, David Fails and. Uh, Tom Savage, yeah, they they were so uncomfortable back there. Mm. I mean, obviously they're not capable quarterbacks or anything, so you know they're not going to make the plays anyways. But they were so uncomfortable back there because that offensive line was so bad. And I don't care if it was their second team offensive line or whatever, they were so bad. So you're right; it is tough to like say what Derek Rivers would actually do against like an actual good team. But but it is still impressive, and it's a it's a good step for him in terms of making the roster. Derek Rivers will be a depth guy if he makes the roster, anyways. So you want it like that's that's honestly the best part is that we can see um, how good our depth is in the preseason, and if our defense is being this dominant, and these are our our second guys, it just makes you like that more excited to see how good these like our start our starters are going to be because I haven't been this excited about a. Um, about a Patriots defense in a long time. I'm usually on the Same. on the cuff and being like, oh, we're going to be bend, don't break. Or 
I legitimately think the Patriots are going to be a no-fly zone, lockdown, sack the quarterback defense this year. Where? What about Dietrich Wise Jr.? I haven't heard much about him lately. Has he even like doing well at camp? I haven't heard much about him. Not. I always not really assume that he's going to be like kind of a lock, but maybe not. I don't really know. I don't know. He hasn't really impressed me up until now, so I don't really know. Is he a surprise cut? I could see yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Cut. I feel like Obi Melifon is going to be a surprise cut. I don't think that's too much of a surprise. Anyway, yeah, well, I mean, compared to how he's been playing this season already in training camp, people were sure that he was going to make the team, but I still feel like he's not capable enough to squeak in, even as a beast. There's a lot of questions. Uh, there's a lot of hard decisions to be made, even like receiver, safety, the defensive lines. A lot of we have a lot of depth, and we we can't keep everybody, obviously. But like, yeah, I feel like I've said it, but it's it's a really good problem to have when you have all absolutely this, this this depth issues. And there's gonna be a lot of good guys that get cut, but that just means the guys ahead of them are better. So it's a really really positive time for the Patriots defense. We're gonna have like a stacked practice team, or like practice squad. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's gonna be. A lot of people getting signed off the practice squad. Yeah, the practice squad will be a revolving door this year. Absolutely. That, that's true. Like, teams will actually look – I mean, the Titans and Lions will – and Dolphins will already. But, you know, there's – but what, what am I trying to say? Yeah, it's going to be a revolving door with the practice squad this year. We just uh, went through the entire receiver talk without – or. Jacoby talk and Philip Dorsett talk without talking about Nikhil, who I think, like, not the most impressive performance, but j- both catches, jaw-dropping. I was oh, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, two targets, two catches. How can two you targets. not... Yeah. And they, those weren't just catches. Those were, like, Gronk end zone catches. Yeah, how could, how could you look at that and not think of, like, Josh Gordon making those catches? Like, mm-hmm. I, I got such a Josh Gordon feel Instantly, when I saw him get I thought that. of that fourth down against the Bears. Yeah. I think it was, I, yeah, yeah, it was his helmet fell his, off. His hel- yeah. I thought of, like, the ones, like, I, guess, I think it was, like, against Minnesota, like, on the left sideline. Oh, yeah. It's just but, like, like, same thing, though. Like, he goes, like, he goes up and gets the ball, and that's what I love to see. Because you got people, saying you it. Have, like, people like Dorsett who haven't been able to do, do that recently. He is the replacement for Gronk. Not a tight end, but he's the guy that we're just throwing it up to. Yes. Well, the only replacement for Gronk is Gronk himself. So, Well, yes, there is no real replacement for Gronk. But except guy, for Eric Saubert, who no. will be <laughs> replacing Gronk this season as the yeah. number one tight end on the team. Got him for a second. Right? Was, was that the pick we got in the Jordan Richards trade? I don't know. I think it, I thought it was from the Michael Bennett trade. Oh, maybe it was. I heard something about that from like Pat's cap or something. I don't, Shout out I don't, Pat's cap again. I don't know if like I don't know if I read it right or what, but I thought that's what I thought it was. I thought we got like a. I thought like there was like a conditional seventh, like in the Michael Bennett deal. I think what? we did the trade that we got in the. Um, went to Atlanta. Okay, but anyways, yeah. So I I don't know like. With the tight end position, too. We're going back to the tight end position. Because Lacoste got hurt, but he should be fine. But Watson suspended for the first four. Yep. Lacoste only has, like, an ankle sprain, though. He should be fine. Yep. Who do you see as the second tight end? Because there, it could literally Izzo. be any of them. Izzo, I'm not a huge Izzo fan at all. I, I haven't seen him do anything so far, so I don't know. Yeah, In my humble opinion... In my humble opinion, I think um, 
just to leave a little mystery here for everyone listening, I think greatest Patriots tight ends will return by the middle of the season, and that will be Austin Safarian Jenkins. <laughs> I wouldn't hate that, to be honest. I, I, I like him as a player. He seems to be a decent receiver. receiver Didn't he just end. instantly get hurt, though? Like No, he... he, um, he oh, right, right. Yeah. He, he, yeah. he was the one that the Patriots cut right before he, like, quit. Yeah, he, right. I remember him, like, leaving because of personal reasons, but yeah. And they and I heard the Patriots had interest in bringing him back if he if he decides to come back to the NFL. I don't know if that's true or not, but so I mean that guy was just traded for. I could I could see him being, I could see him making the roster. I mean, he, so I far think he's, he's in the lead. Yeah, I, so far he's caught every. We just got him the other day, but yesterday at camp he caught every pass except for the last one, which bounced off his hands. But if you look at his like pre-draft scouting report, he's like he's like a he. Is not a very good at catching, but so far he's been perfect, almost perfect. There's no roster spot more open than tight end number two right now, so it's literally anybody's game. I still think it's just going to be his, maybe maybe this new guy, but I don't even think like Ben Watson's played that good. So maybe okay. yeah, maybe Steven Anderson. But um, yeah, yeah. wearing uh, Cyrus Jones's old number yeah, forty-one. He's changed it, an iconic number. <laughs> that forty-one's an iconic number. Lance Didn't... Kendricks too is also. I'm, I'm just thinking of the other tight ends. Kendricks yeah, possibly. It's it's just such a toss up. It is. Is there is there anything else uh, we want to what do you call it talk, talk about on? the preseason? Yeah. There's one more thing, and it's the really the only negative side. Goskowski. Oh my god! I can I, I will never Jake get over. Bailey, Jake Bailey is going to be the kicker and the punter of this. I game. would not He's hate that one. All bit. special teams. No, well, just someone needs to get behind Goskowski and get him any kind of competition because it totally started. It was it was 2015 against Denver. He missed that extra point, and I have never restored my faith in him. He has missed a he has missed a kick in the Super Bowl three consecutive years. Like, this is it's like ridiculous, dude. Like he he is no longer a like line it up take like put it's up for one or three. He is. I am actually like shivering every time he goes up to kick because you never know. Out, goss out, goss, goskowski. Oh, goss, goss, goskowski, goskowski. He should just change. He should wear that jersey the whole year. Yeah, he gets he gets the K back when he can start kicking. Fact. Like I will never get over. I know. I know this new this punter we drafted. He has incredible hang time and all that. But the fact that we drafted a punter in the fifth round when we already had a good punter in Ryan Allen, it will. Uh, that would never cease to amaze me because Goskowski has not been reliable these past couple weeks. I mean, in the regular season, fine, but like he's due to miss one like every big game. And heck, that was just preseason, and he missed what was like a nineteen freaking yarder. Like that's it's this funny gets- to look at the uh, like the Raiders have like Renfro right now. He's like there, like like he's balling out for them, and everyone's obsessed with Renfro over there. They were him and Jake Bailey were in the same round. Yeah, <laughs> we trade we traded up for um. Uh, Jay Hunter. Bailey in the fifth round. Yeah, that's oh my god. I mean, it's that's like Belichick's wet dream right there as a puncher. You could just, <laughs> just send it across the field without with ease, and we, I can also kick field goals and kickoffs and all that stuff. He's gonna make the roster because if you look totally. at his, I mean, you're, you're not trading a fifth round pick for him not to make the roster. And the thing about him too is like you look at his hang time numbers and they're ridiculous. Like he's pushing six seconds of hang time in his kicks. It's like, oh my god. 
That's like, stupid good. He, I don't know why. That's, it's the, if you can do that, I don't care who's behind you, Ryan Allen. Or, you're you're making the team. So what maybe it was more? a maybe maybe it was a value pick. Maybe he can I don't know take a load off Goskowski and Goskowski can start focusing on making kicks and whatever. But so are we just gonna cut Ryan Allen or can we get something for him? Like what can we get for a punter? Like I, I mean, it was absurd. Patriots move is cutting Ryan Allen and keeping him on the practice squad. <laughs> is he even eligible? No, there's no way. Like, he can't eligible. be. An even more Patriots move would be to carry two punters. True. Which would be Dude, if they carry and three quarterbacks. If they carry two, there's no way they would. But if they carry no two punters and cut like, um, like Derek Rivers. Oh my god! <laughs> but maybe we can get like a fifth round pick for Allen or something like that. I don't know. It's, it's a punter. So how much how much value can you really get for it? I mean, who's gonna want to pay that much for another a conditional seventh? It's uh, right. it's not even DMs today. It's just DM. We have we're one doing we have DM. one DM that is. It's actually not even a question. Um, it says Winnow will be our best rookie, and I think it's a good talking point. So, who do we think is going to be the Pats rookie of the year, and is Winovich the most likely candidate? I mean, it's very possible. Like he did. I mean, again, it's only been one game. But he played really well in that game. And people always seem to default to, like, uh, Nikhil Harry because he was the first-round pick, and he had those two big catches. But don't forget, like, Winnow also uh, played, his, played his butt off. And even Joe Juwan, I thought he was, like, okay in, like, coverage, but he was, like, he was, um, he was pretty good in the run game. Like, Side note about Joe Juwan is his name is absolutely Jawan, but I also just call him Joe Jawan because oh, he's two J's. Yeah, yeah I just call yeah. him Joe so, Yeah, Nick, Nick, you guys want to? just Joe Jawan. Fun fact about Jawan Williams: Joe Jawan Williams. The two people during training camp that wore number fifty-one both both had the same first name, yet they spelled it completely different. Nice. You have Jawan Williams and Jawan Bentley. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> But uh, I'm gonna like I'm gonna go bold here, and I'm gonna say Jacoby Myers. Uh, bold, oh, yeah, that's... the best one. I have an extremely not bold, but out of the box one. Jake I'm Bailey. going to say not Jake <laughs> Jake Bailey. Bailey. I'm going to say Jared Stidham, and the reasoning, whoa, whoa, the whoa, reasoning, whoa, whoa. the Idiot. reasoning whoa. behind. Did Brady retire. Uh, no, I will give you the reasoning behind this. Ethan. Brady realizes that he has. A valuable quarterback. Up valuable? Up. You need been, to listen. Okay, it's been one wow. game, man. <laughs> no, 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 no. He realizes that he has, he has someone that can have the possibility to take one him, as, overtake him when Brady retires. Yeah, he can that overtake being, him if we're looking to be at, like a 7-9 and nine team for sure. That being said... Brady will now, because Brady always plays with that competitiveness of just like, I never know when my job will be taken. It will force Brady to be more aware of his spot, and so it will light a fire under Brady's ass. I and, like where you're going, but Jarrett Stidham is not that guy. We don't even know if Jarrett's I mean, making the roster. I mean, no, he played he he well. I think he you're makes the, big, the roster. You're the but... spike king? You're the spike <laughs> king? Thing? I mean, like... I don't think Stidham's going to help Brady at contract times because that's because if if we have a young quarterback behind him, that that will be like we're not quite ready to take over, but like there, we're going to really see how much Brady still wants to play. But I mean, I don't know if 
you can really say Stidham's going to be our best rookie because, for one, he may not even play at all this year. He might like, not even make the roster. He will be the best rookie over the longevity of his Patriots career in his way of helping the team in its overall success. His Patriots career could be over. It's a possibility. Yeah, I don't Out think I don't think he's getting cut. I really don't think he's getting cut. No way. No. The way. difference between me and you guys is I come up with original answers. You know, you guys just stick with the boring <laughs> ones. Nikhil, <laughs> boring like the guys who contribute on the field, like Chase Winovich and Nikhil Harry. So the guys who are on the you side gotta lines. you gotta look past the field onto the psycho. <laughs> you gotta psychoanalyze. Yeah, him. gotta think four years into the future on him. Yeah. He's gonna be I mean, but we're, t- we're talking about the best rookie so far. I mean, like. Isn't like the question like who's gonna be the best rookie this year or is like all time? Like what? Yeah, the, the question was uh, who will be our best rookie. So I mean, I guess it could be years. Ahead, all right, but fair enough. Sure, sure. You know what? I, we'll I applaud it. you, Ethan, it for will going. Will be someone who is beyond. not yet drafted. It will not be Justin Fields. It will be. Stop. It will God. be. We will have Trevor Lawrence. No, stop. No, stop. no, no, Trevor no, Lawrence. No, no. no successor talk. Big lefty right there. No, he, some, he do successors talk. Yeah, like, we'll do, yeah. think, about this, think about this. Focus though. on Brady's career. Final, now. final point. All right. If we get Trevor Lawrence, we have we. If we get Trevor Lawrence, we have all of all of that first year to look at his wife, slash <laughs> girlfriend. Girl, but you know, there you go, girlfriend. Well, well hey, okay. Now I'm not opposed to it. Now I'm not opposed to it. But very good point. There you go. And we, and we move on. Yeah. Well, to to <laughs> also to follow that up, you can look. Jared Stidham's wife. Oh my god. Okay, we're talking about football here, bro. <laughs> yeah, hey, doesn't, doesn't you have Stidham's bad. wife? Giselle, Giselle is still in the house. And, Giselle. <laughs> and you have Giselle. Ethan. Really? The way we find the su- we find the successor is you have to look at the wife. There's a direct correlation between wife and football <laughs> That's success. Amazing. That's it's... the quote. There's a direct correlation between <laughs> wife and football success and your and, and quarterback success. Mm. All right, quarterback success don't matter. It just depends if they have a hot wife. Well, no, it directly correlates. Oh, yeah, true. Okay. I get, I get what she's saying. Getting, <laughs> all right. Back, the true the successor is Robert Jesus, Kirk. Jesus, Oh, my God. All the he gets all the ladies, even down in Florida. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, we're going to throw done. him out there, you're quarterback. Done. You're done for the segment. All right. <laughs> my... All right. It's gotten out of control. <laughs> okay. Anyways, oh, my... Rookie of the year, you guys are going to be surprised. Chase. Are we? Chase. Oh, oh, the I'm question that surprised. asked when it would because be the best rookie. He totally impressed in the um, the preseason. His pass rushing, like, craftiness and moves, like, he's going to be able to get to the quarterback. Even though he's undersized, he's going to be able to get to the quarterback. And I think we can move him around, too, you know. Put him on the edge, you know, maybe even have him play a little stand-up linebacker. I don't know. Nikovic. And... Just move him around. Maybe he contributes on special teams. I don't know. But I do believe he will be the rookie of the year this year for the Patriots. All right. I won't spend too much time on it. I think it's going to be Nikhil. It's easiest to judge uh, oh. wider. It is. So, like, it's, it's, he's going to have probably the best chance to do it. It's easiest to judge offensive rookies easier than defensive because they have like more stats. You can be like, oh, look, catches versus like what, pressures. He's, it's more accessible. People are going to be focused on it. Nikhil's going to look better. He's going to have touchdowns. Winovich might have sacks, but it's going to—it's probably going to be Nikhil. That's an easy pick, but that's that's most likely realistically yeah, what, you think what it's going to be. If you think that's who it's going to be, that's you think who it's going to be. It's just because it's like 
it's an obvious pick. Because I mean, it's not. It can't. Be. Yeah, I'm not. I'm it's not going to tell you. It's going to be our practice squad. Okay. Dark horse pick. Real quick. Won't spend too much time on it. Okay. Dark horse pick. Damian Harris. What if Sony oh, gets hurt? That's a yeah. What that's a really good pick. True. Haven't talked a lot about him. He didn't play. Right, because he didn't play in the preseason game. Dale's preseason talk. That's a good point. I yeah, like that. It. Was really weird. I think he, I think I heard he has he has a wrist injury. I think oh, I heard okay. something about that. He has like a minor wrist injury. But all I'm gonna say is, if Sony gets hurt, if well, Sony will miss a game. Sony will have some kind of knee injury for sure to miss yeah, a game. Yeah, his knee year, is so. not. I don't I don't trust <laughs> that knee's gonna hold up. For... And if like we've been saying, if Burkett gets cut, it'll just open the door. Well, that too. To get on, so right. Okay. For not we... doing DMs until 30 minutes before we recorded. And that was how our DMs got. But at least you got to know that the only reason that Brady is successful is his wife. And that's all that Jared Siddham will be <laughs> successful of. And Trevor Lawrence for his future wife. So if you got one thing out of this segment, there you go. But we we should actually finish up yeah, here yeah, with you. Jacob. I want to make a bet with you about Atlanta Roberts. Oh, Atlanta Roberts will make the roster. There is, there's, no, there's no doubt about that. Yeah, I don't now, doubt that at all. Okay, here's the bet. If Alana Roberts and we can set his his like stat, like whatever we want his um his requirements to be by the end of the season, if he has whatever stats we agree upon afterward, you get to let the rest of us change your profile picture for a week. I'm I no, I'm bet. whoa, whoa. Ideal. What? What's the alternative? What? What do you mean? What's the alternative? Okay, so what's what's the bet? Say it again. So if Alandon Roberts meets the metrics we set for him, so if it's like three sacks and like twenty five tack, like whatever the whatever the requirements we set for Roberts by the end okay. of the season, Jacob has to change his profile picture to whatever the th- other three of us decide. Oh, okay. I thought it was okay. I thought it was the other way around. If he no. meets, if he does not meet it. Then we get to change Grant's profile picture. No, no, yes, it's not, yes, no, no, oh, no, absolutely yeah. not. No, that's no, how no, the bet no, works, no. dude. That's but how the bet works. It's, oh, come it's, on, Grant. It's a Landon Roberts. If, yes, so you're, you're basically a, saying you're basically making a bet where only Jacob would lose. Yeah, yes. right. Like, but no, but wait, no, because that's, no, that's not a bet. No, get out of here. If hold on, Jacob wins if Alana Roberts, his least favorite player on the Pats, sucks. That's like he hates hates Alana Roberts. What? Don't, Jacob, don't you want him to suck? Like, we want him out of here. I just think no. he sucks. <laughs> Look, we all win if he if he succeeds, then the Pats are winning, and they're going to be good. So, like, if he's not even a starter, which means the usual starters is not in there. Therefore, we aren't <laughs> succeeding. Facts. But still, I don't think that, like, I'm not, like, a, a Landon Roberts stand by any, like, by any means, and I'm not like I think Atlanta Roberts is going to have an incredible year, but I think it'd be interesting if Jacob Jacob has to change his profile picture. We don't even have to make it a week. We can we can shorten yeah, the time. Yeah, we can we can deal. make it game day to game day or something. Like, okay, um, interrupting that. Did you guys just see what Zach Cox tweeted? No. What do you say? Few Patriots defenders have made more plays this summer than J.C. Jackson, whose pick six highlighted the first Pats Titans joint practice. Grant, okay, go on. Let's let's do this. So we can we can also set J. I look. There's this narrative out there that I hate J. C. Jackson, and I don't. Uh, yeah, I yeah. I like J. C. Jackson, and the reason is is because he's not on my stand list. I have a I have a very exclusive list 
that is James White, Sony Michelle, Tom Brady, Julian Edelman, Daron Harmon, Matthew Slater, and Jawan Bentley. Those are the guys in the team that I stand. Everybody else is either done less. Jawan Bentley has done less than J.C. Jackson. Dude, but I just love Jawan. He's my <laughs> he's what my J.C. Jackson. I Never mind. Don't on. really have a. And you know, an honorable mention on there is Jonathan Jones and Brandon. Oh King. my god! Yeah, but, but yeah, but you're not going to put J.C. Jackson on the number two. Okay. 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 If we'll put on we, special but, if, we, if you want to yeah, make this fair, if you want to make this fair, we can set this. We can do the same thing for me as we're doing for Jacob on Alandon Roberts. I don't hate J.C. like he. Hates yes, you do. Alandon, I don't, dude. And you I, do. I told you, I told you guys before we started. I said if. If JC locks down Jarvis, I will put him over Brady on the stand list. Over who? Over Brady and well, no one, no one can ever top like the, the James White, Brady and Edelman. But I will put him like top tier on the stand list. All right, if, if he can lock down tape. Jarvis, but I will. If he can lock down Jarvis, week eight. But if we want to do the same thing because you think that the bet is uneven on a Landon Roberts, then we can do the same thing with JC where y'all get to like change my we can then we doesn't it can be something different. But I say we after, post post show here we can figure out what the what the metrics would be or the, the requirements or the incentives um for JC to meet, same with a Landon, and then if they go over them, then we're changing profile picks. If they go under, nothing happens. Last week, we uh, ran a giveaway of a Rodney Harrison and Leon Gray Hall of Fame poster. And um, we have chosen out of all the people that um, submitted in. And the winner is, let's see if I can find it, Stevens Belichick fan page. Um, oh. So congratulations. Um, hopefully you're listening to this. Um, just, just DM me DM or, him, yeah. uh, or, any of us. Me, or any of us. And um, we can work well, out. Uh, us trying to send that to you um so congratulations we're probably gonna have some more giveaways later in the future but um just just keep just keep an eye in and ear out for it. that's gonna be it for the episode of the osoy fiesta next time we see you we'll be talking titans probably have another win on the preseason and maybe uh atlanta robert jc jackson gets in and uh works away out of the stand list all right uh see you guys next week adios